what do you do if your son or daughter or child, whether they're a young adult, whether they're in high school or whether they're a little youngster, what do you do if you notice that they're not really motivated to practice and it doesn't seem like they're enjoying it as much anymore, maybe they're not, doesn't seem to be enjoying their lessons or you just feel like there's some kind of block getting in the way and you don't see them practicing and they don't want to practice, what do you do? Welcome to Behind the Red Curtain, where we talk about productivity, practice, performance techniques, overcoming stage fright and performance anxiety, and living your happiest and best life. I'm Chelsea Hart Melcher. I'm an opera singer that built a school of music with my husband, Paul, from scratch. In addition to performing, I focus on sharing my education and experience with students hungry to learn and grow. I'm super passionate about helping performers manage their anxiety, work through the negative self-talk, and grow in confidence. Here are four things to keep in mind that will help. If this is your first time meeting me, my name is Chelsea Melcher. I am an opera singer that has also started a music school with my husband. And now I love teaching and performing and having a family. So let's jump right into what do you do if your kids don't want to practice anymore? Or if you notice that they really were loving performing or loving music or loving their lessons and all of a sudden it seems like there's some sort of drop off. What is, what does that mean? And what, what do you do? Do you stop lessons? What, what do you do? And so the first thing to do is help them try to establish a good habit of practicing. And anytime that you try to add in a new habit, it doesn't really work very well, right? We, we try to add in these new habits and maybe they work for a little bit or a month or several months or six months, but then there's maybe something getting in the way and then you stop doing that and you're like, I don't even know, why did I stop doing that? So to do that, you can attach it to a pre-existing habit. So something that pretty much always happens all the time, what do you do? Maybe that's you eat dinner around seven o'clock. So then what you can do is you can say, okay, we're going to practice for a half hour right after dinner or right before dinner, whatever makes sense or works with you and your schedule and your needs, but finding something that's consistent and that happens because yes, our kids love routines, but let's be honest, so do we. Um, and so attaching it to a pre-existing habit will really help feel and, and nail in that sense of routine and that sense of consistency. Consistency is absolute key with that. So that's the first step. And then the second one is know that, I mean, there are so many times in our life where there's something that's good for us, but we don't really feel like it. And so it's how we respond and react to that. So for example, exercising, it's like, okay, I know I should work out. I know it's good for me, but I don't really feel like it. And then in that do we develop the bad habit of stopping that? Or do we say, you know what, I'm just going to do it anyway and I'm going to feel better after I do it. Sometimes we don't always feel like practicing. For, for me, there's not very much time that I feel like practicing myself. No, but I still do it anyway because I know that it's going to make me better every time that I do it. And I 
just, it makes me feel better after I do it because I feel more accomplished. And so know that you're helping them develop discipline. You're helping them develop motivation and healthy habits, keeping with that, because not only is this in their music, but this can be applied to their whole entire life when you're doing this, any kind of healthy habit. And so that is also a thing. They're not always going to feel like it. They're not going to feel like practicing. No. And it doesn't mean that you need to stop pursuing music. It doesn't mean that they don't want to do it anymore per se. It's, it's more of just, oh yeah, there's something kicking in where it's like the obligation of having to do it. And all of a sudden there's not so much like spontaneous joy. Sometimes parents will come to us and be like, well, she really loved practicing when she was on her own. But then all of a sudden when she had to practice, when she was in lessons, then all of a sudden she just stopped enjoying it and we just want her to enjoy it. And of course I 100% agree. We want them to enjoy lessons, but just know that there's going to be songs that they're supposed to practice and learn that aren't going to be their absolute favorite songs. Um, and it's so good for them to keep, keep going through and keep doing it. Like you might have a week where you eat meals that are just like, you know what, these are not my absolute favorite meals, but it's kind of like what's on the grocery list and it's going to help me with my budget. And, um, it's maybe going to make me feel healthier or be healthier to have these meals. Yes. Right. So sometimes we do things and it's not always that the joy is going to be there. And so one thing that my husband, Paul mentions a lot is that for a period of time, I think this was even a couple of years, he didn't like the piano very much, but his mom just stayed consistent with him. And then all of a sudden there was one random time where he heard a song that just like clicked everything. And he was so passionate about it. And then from then on, it was like, boom, and then he just became this master at the piano. So you never know. And I'll let him tell that story sometime because it's a really good story, but knowing that that's the basis of it and knowing that had his mom stopped and just been like, Oh, you don't feel like practicing. Oh, you don't really enjoy it right now. Okay. Well, let's just stop. Right? No, she was actually like, no, we're just going to, we're going to keep staying committed to this. We're going to keep trying. We're going to, um, work through those growing pains is essentially what was happening. And then boom, passion, magic happened. So you just never know. Number three, keep communication open with their private teacher. So teachers, we love, I can speak for the teachers in our music school. We love our students. We want the best for them. We want to motivate them. We want to learn what um, they're passionate about. And, but know that we're not magicians, meaning we can't read their minds. And if there is something that we have not been made aware of or that we are not aware of it. Sometimes it's, it's hard because we only see them once a week if they're in private lessons, unless they're involved in like Broadway class and other ensemble stuff, but only seeing somebody once a week for 30 minutes. I mean, there's a lot that goes on throughout the rest of the week that we don't see and we don't know. Meaning please keep communication open with your teacher. If you feel like there's something that they need to be aware of or that they need to know, make sure to definitely let them know or encourage your son or daughter to let your teacher know about that as well. And then the last thing is it may not be about the lessons. I mean, this is, this is kind of a interesting topic to bring up, but, but sometimes when I feel like, and I have this conversation with students sometimes, cause I feel like they'll go through waves. There'll be sometimes where they're super motivated and then other times where they come and it's kind of like, 
what are you doing? <laughs> Did you do anything this past month? What is going on? And usually it's not about the music. I mean, the music is kind of like a, a side effect in, in a way that it manifests itself in other ways, but usually there's something else going on in their life. And so when I have students like that, where it just seems like they're really not motivated and there's just not a whole lot going on, and you're just like, hello, what's going on in there? I sit them down and I'm like, hey, talk to me. What's going on in your life? Because I've seen you work really hard and be really motivated and really excited about things. And this is not one of those times. And usually there's something going on at school or in their personal life or something with um, friends or some something that maybe happened that hurt them, like a, a comment on social media or hearing something blah, 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 blah. I mean, you know, people can be pretty brutal to one another. And unfortunately, that happens, right? And so sometimes there's something going on that sparks that sparks this feeling of I'm not good enough or I wish that I did something different or better or I'm insecure or um, whatever it may be. So just know that there might be something else going on and how they show up in their lessons or lack thereof could be a good indication of that. So that's all for today. Hopefully those four tips are helpful and, and thank you for supporting your students, your children, your young adults in their musical journey and know that them not being motivated to practice, totally normal, happens all the time. So don't freak out. Don't feel like, oh my gosh, what's, what does this mean? It means that they're a human and, and then you just kind of work, work through things for the better. So hopefully this was helpful. As always, if you liked it, give it a thumbs up and you could subscribe if you would like to see more videos like this. All right, thanks. Okay, so I might get a lot of flack for this, but I believe that most of our success with performing and auditioning is mental. Yes, you can work on perfecting your technique, working out all the acting, everything like that, yes. But it can all go out the window if you don't have the right mindset, if you don't have confidence, and if you don't channel your anxiety in a way that helps you when you're performing or auditioning. So I have created a free mini training just for you. It's called Five Steps to Getting Your Mind Off the Opinions of Others. It's the solution for performing and auditioning with more confidence. It's It gives you a checklist of pretty much fundamental techniques to get in line so that you can stay focused on what you truly want when you're performing or you're auditioning. So it breaks my heart that so many music students especially, but so many people are suffering through their anxieties and they're all alone and they're dealing with all of this stuff all by themselves and they don't get the help that they really truly need and perform in a way that they deserve to be performing with, with so much talent and then having mental blocks that hold them back and then they actually don't get what they truly deserve and they don't experience performing in a way that they could. So luckily there's a simple process for anyone that can follow the stop being so self-conscious and caring what other people think there's steps involved. So I have made this guide available to you and you can download it by going to stop caring what they think 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com and you just go right there and then you are able to download it and I hope that it, it really, really helps you. It's, I created it for you so that you can gain confidence, stop caring what everyone else thinks and really get focused on what you truly want to be thinking about in, in your performance. And so if you want more confidence and even if other people are hearing you practice all by yourself in the music room, leave it late at night, early in the morning, all times of day, this, I made this for you. So you can go to stop caring what they think so that you can reserve your download. 